Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 351 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Lev and he writes, Hi Vidas, thank you for the hints. Maybe it is a good idea to make a particular podcast or a course about optimal hymn pedaling for beginners if one doesn't already exist. Best regards, Lev. Uh, also, Lev uh, has sent me a few of his um, um, pedaling choices for a few hymns that he's working on to correct for me, you know. And at first uh, he, he made, in my view, some choices that need to be changed but then little by little I think in the third uh, hymn he already started to do this very efficiently and almost like I would do it so people are progressing and I'm very glad yes it's very nice to know if you were a beginner uh, Imagine yourself like 25 or 30 years ago, and if somebody asked you to play a hymn from a hymnal in church, remember, uh, you worked at Holy Cross Church, but not necessarily as a beginner, but still close, I think. But sometimes I just think that you don't know how old I am and how old I was when I started to play organ. Oh, please, reveal. Because if you thought that 30 years ago... At that time, I definitely haven't played organ yet. So, when? <laughs> How long uh, was that? Well, never mind, but, but yes, I remember when I worked at the Holy Cross Church. Um, and it was my second year of playing organ. I was almost 19 years old at that time. So 90 or 19, 90 or 19? 19. Uh-huh. 19, yes. That's better. Okay, stop teasing me. Because I lost my my thought. So when I was just a beginner organist at Holy Cross Church, not a pedal playing was that hard for me, but, but understanding of the liturgy and knowing the Mass so well, 
that I could follow it, you know, and come right on time with all those, you know, answers that are not as easy in the Catholic Mass, at mm-hmm. least for a beginner. The order of the Mass was more difficult for you than pedal playing. True. And it's really funny because, in general, I knew Mass order very well by that time. But since I knew it from, let's see, downstairs... From a listener per- yes, perspective. it was a very different thing to be upstairs and know to, to play for it. To lead. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. But of course, I played with the pedal. And I don't know how well I pe- you know, pedalized. Was it right or wrong? I had no idea at that time what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I've, I've thought once that left foot should play the notes on the left side of the pedal board and the right foot should play the right notes on the pedal board. Well, at least we played some with the pedal because as it's often in Lithuania, organists don't use pedal at all. Church organists. Yes. Mean. Okay. So... I think we talked about it and have written quite a few posts about uh, him pedaling, but not only him pedaling, in general pedaling, because we have to treat him as real organ compositions, I think. Mm, of course, yeah, real compositions. So, but they are very short, like maybe one minute long, one verse, and relatively uh, easy to learn and I think we could remind our listeners some of the more important points about choosing the, the best uh, pedaling right uh, for me it's first of all looking at the date of the hymn when was it created why is it important, Osha? Mm, because I think the date determines uh, what type of you know, pedaling you need to use. Either you just need to use toes or heels as well. Yes, and starting from 19th century, we could start to use the heels. But not always, right? Still, I think whenever possible, alternate toe works well all the time. But uh, in, in, in romantic hymns, 19th century hymns and 20th century hymns, we have more options. Okay, so if the hymn is created in early days, in b- before 19th century, what's the most common technique, Osha? The same as playing Bach or any Baroque composition. What's... Uh, so, you mean alternate toe pedaling? That's right. Left, right, left, right, or right, left, right, left. 
but then there are exceptions obviously you can't apply this technique all the time sure of course there are as in any composition and exceptions are that you need to play with the same foot when the melody changes direction when there are very long note values in him him play hymns are not necessarily very few, many instances like that but the third instance is I think uh, when notes are very far in the edges of the pedal board either in the bass or in the treble of course because if we are very far in the bass you definitely want to play it with your left foot only for your physique what's convenient to you what's the lowest note that you could play with the right foot well probably maybe I could do G me too G is still okay mm -hmm. and after G I play with left foot most of the time I could do some things with the right but also as an exception and in the top range what do you do then well probably a is the most highest note for my left foot mm -hmm. so it depends what is the highest note on the pedal board sure we always have or almost always have the lowest note of the pedal board is C but the top note varies so from G to C in the bottom octave it's a perfect fifth I suspect that also we need to look at the interval of the perfect fifth in the top range and play the the fifth below that top note with the left foot and above that only with the right foot conveniently I mean well yes I'm talking about these extremes mm -hmm. yeah A, A, A seems like like a doable thing for a lot of people and then of course there is an instance when you could repeat the same foot before the strong beat in order to articulate true agree yes that helps okay so that was for early type of hymns if you have uh, modern hymns i think you have more choices but also more freedom Where you, would you start your method? Well, <laughs> it's as you know, you just pedaling it as you would pedal any romantic composition. And what would that look like? You could use legato technique in the pedals. It means that you use not only toes but also heels. So it gives you more more choices 
Obviously, when you have sharps, you play with the toes. Obviously, of course, because that's how our physiology works. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone could do <laughs> vice versa. In legato technique, normally we could play with heels and toes and vice versa, two adjacent notes, which are one step apart. Yes, and in this type of hymns, you know, the organ shoes is very important too. As you know, in earlier music we can play whatever, but here we have, we need real organ shoes. With about um, two inches of heels, two inches or three centimeters, something like that, in one... Uh, in in our organ studio, Unda Maris, there is one older student who has now acquired special shoes, but they are not organ shoes, but he uses them for playing organ only, and they are a little bit too long for him, <laughs> so he is struggling with, with hitting the wrong sharps. That's, I think, a very bad idea to play with the shoes that are too big for you. Mm -hmm. We need to be on the edge, actually. Mm -hmm. And when he's placing his toes on the on the sharp sharps edge of the sharp keys, then the end of the shoes is actually in the middle of the key. That's horrible. Mm -hmm. Maybe he will find something else too. So that's the general observations, and I think the more you play, the more variety you 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 practice. Uh, I think the more experience you you'll get too, and the process will become easier for you. That's right. I think you know everything comes with experience and, it's, and practice, and it's natural to be bad before you get to be good at anything. Well, I since think that not pedaling is, you know, the hardest thing in him playing, but we left hand, the tenor voice. That's my opinion. And that's why I think too many people play bass and left hand, bass and tenor in the left hand. And they double the bass line in the pedals as well. Yes, which is I not noticed good. that quite a few times. Okay, guys, we hope this was useful to you. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, 
I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are worth teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida Santosha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.